It's finally time for Green Table Talk, where we take the time to look at what's happening in the area of clean energy, environmental responsibility, and climate change. Let's take a walk through all of the pertinent issues. Think about what we can do as activists listen to some experts, and really try to start a movement. Again, this is Green Table Talk. Hello, green enthusiasts. This is our first episode of Green Table Talk. My name is Kim. I'm the CEO of USB Solar Solutions. And before we get into the awesomeness of our products, it's important right now that we talk about what's important now. Everything's changing, new administration, new motivations, new focus. And it's because of this that we're inspired to do Green Table Talk. I have the esteemed pleasure of having the chief operations officer of this company, my wonderful husband, Corey Woolock, who is the sales arm. But today, again, we're, we're not really focusing on our company, but so, so much more of the movement and what drives us to what we do. So I want to give a big welcome to this awesome man who has really dedicated his life to this, my wonderful husband, Corey. Hey, how are you? I'm doing great. How about yourself? I'm all right. We're acting like we don't even see each other, but we do always. <laughs> mm-hmm. But hey, we're, we're here to do a thing and, and you know, let everybody know. So why are we here? Like, what what's the, the big aha here? I mean, we have our company. We're going to talk about that a little bit mm-hmm. later. But what's brought us here? What's brought us here that the you know the green movement is becoming countrywide, yeah, uh, worldwide, I should mm-hmm. say. But as um, far as the United States is concerned, they finally realized the importance of green energy. Absolutely, absolutely. I um. You know, Corey, I was sitting, you know, unfortunately, sometimes when I'm supposed to be doing work, you know, I troll around on mm-hmm. on the web. I'll own it. Um, I actually saw a video of the cutest polar bears and their mother, and they were on that piece of ice, and it was so fragile. And that really touched my heart because some people don't believe that climate change is real. And... um you know, that really, really got to me. How do you feel about this whole climate change thing? I've seen the same video uh, with the polar bears. It's very uh, disturbing, Yeah. In, um, in my opinion, because yeah. that's their land is not made to j- just to break away like that. Yeah, and I was thinking, you know, and I was walking smiley, and he's sitting there looking at us like we have three heads. Um, I think a couple of weeks and I made a little quick blurb on uh, Facebook live just about how I was outside with this dog 
it was November or early December, I'm not sure. And all I had on was a light jacket and a tank top and I was comfortable. And here we are. At that time, I don't think it was the winter solstice yet, but I mean, hey, Thanksgiving had passed. And here I was in that. Like, I mean, what do you say to those people that don't think that climate change is real? You know, growing up, especially coming from North Jersey, I remember like far as the season is very consistent. Mm-hmm. Like what the time is state like twenties and thirties, uh, constant till spring hits. Now it's one week is thirty and the following week is sixty, then the next day it's 30 again, it's very inconsistent. And uh, I just feel like you're going from winter to summer. It doesn't feel like a four season. Yeah. And I like the term that you always use about the weather being bipolar. I mean, I couldn't explain, and you know, no disrespect to anyone as far as, you know, mental health, but it is that same sort of concept that you go from one extreme to the other, and the poor birds don't know what to do. And um, not and even not so much the birds, like the squirrels, uh, because they have to hide their food um, before the winter hits. And a lot of times they pick up weight because they're not hiding; they constantly eat it because they still. You noticed um, it too. Yeah. I mean, I have. I say I've seen some of the fattest squirrels. And they can't get across the street, you know, from the cars. Like, I've noticed that, you know, unfortunately, some uh, squirrels have gone to that big oak tree in the sky because they're so fat. That, I mean, they don't, you know, there's no need to hibernate, which is the big piece. And also, not, not so much the squirrels. Um, you ever notice, like, the lizards in Florida? how they their bodies into shop because it's even cold down the down south now. I didn't know that. Have, yeah, sometimes they have cold snaps even in Florida. People in Georgia, they don't know how to drive in icy conditions because they're not used to that. That's really, really horrible. I know, and you know, down there, 60 degrees is just like Arctic temperatures. Um So we're going to take a quick break and we're going to come back. I mean, again, climate change is definitely something, you know, that we talk about a lot. Um, But when we come into our next segment, we're going to really talk about fossil fuels and um, what happens next. Because, you know, the new administration, um, they have their own set of rules and we're always going to. We're going to look into that, but, you know, thank you all for, you know, taking the time. We, we're, we're not done yet, but we're going to move into our next seven in a moment. Thank you, sweetie. Thanks, all right. So we're back. Thanks for coming back. Um, what we're going to focus on, as I said, was the fossil fuels, um, th- this being gas and, and coal and that sort of thing. So, 
Hey, Corey, when we've been uh, jiving on 495, and you know 495 is a headache. Uh, shout out to you all who are not in the DMV area, but if you are, you know about 495. But what are you noticing? What are you starting to see as we're going around the mixing bowl? Well, what I know is uh, in 495, especially rush hour there's a lot of cars a lot of trucks and uh, a lot of them actually is ran with fossil fuels mm -hmm. but the main thing i've noticed um, as of late i'm starting to see a lot of electric cars now mm -hmm. i i remember couple of years back, I seen maybe one or two. Mm -hmm. Now I'm starting to see more. And now they're talking about having other manufacturers to make electric vehicles because they're realizing now that times are changing. So now like these automotive manufacturers are being more competitive as far as electric vehicles. I, I agree. I remember when we went to FedEx Field, so we went to see his Eagles. Remember, I'm from from Baltimore, but you know, I'll give him that. We went to the Eagles game at FedEx Field, which is down the street from where we are. And as we were walking to the stadium, I noticed. I don't know. Did you see it? It was like what two or three rows of uh, charging stations for the cars. Do you remember seeing that? I do remember seeing that uh, before. It's like, where can you find charging stations? Now they're popping up all over the place. They really are. And even, um, you know, we we go up to uh, Bowie. There's Bowie Town Center. And I was shocked in front of the Smoothie King, no doubt. Um, and I wouldn't have expected it. But now they're showing up in the most obscure of places so i mean what's the message here what are, what are we seeing there's definitely a trend what are we seeing i'm seeing that gas power vehicles are phasing out mm -hmm. and if i'm not mistaken uh, the state of california they want to go all electric uh, by 2004 30, maybe yeah, before that. They're trying to go net zero. And for those of you that don't know, net zero is complete uh, dependence on renewable energy. And the country has us slated for net zero around 2045 and 2050. But the state of California, they are definitely trying to be ahead of the curve. Um, and trying to do it in, in 2030. And, you know, truth be told, that's 10 less, almost less than 10 years. That's that's definitely something to, to think about. And, um, you know, what are the implications here with that? Or as talking about California and they're going net zero? Yeah, I mean, as things are becoming more prevalent, like mm -hmm. where do you foresee this going? 
say say you're a, a, a guy like my father. He's a baby boomer. Mm-hmm. He still says that he doesn't feel that those electric vehicles have the same amount of power. He's still kind of not giving that same co- sort of credence. So what's going to happen? What do you think is going to happen when you have those people that are still a little hesitant if we're trying to move to net zero? What do you think is going to happen? Well, I, I see it's going to be some resistance mm-hmm. um, to where, like, you know, people like your father's age, even some uh, older Gen Xers, um, they are set in their ways on and a lot of stuff. But yep. after a while, once they see their concerns, um, they will adapt to the new way of life. Mm-hmm. Because there are some cars that can go zero to 60 and they're, and they're electric cars. Yeah, no shade to the 70s babies because, you know, Corey and I are proudly a part of that generation. Um, and, you know, thinking of 2030, my father at that time, um, he'll be 82, but knowing him like I know, I could possibly see him still behind the wheel. So, you know, we have a ways to go and there are lots of things to really consider. Um, you know, like we said at the beginning, we are going to eventually talk about this new administration and really dig into, you know, where they are and, um, you know, as the administration changes, although it's a turbulent change, what do you think is coming down the pike in as far as government, you know? Well, with the new administration, I know their focus will be on green energy probably not anytime soon because of um, the pandemic yes, that's going on. Yes, but once yes. everything is cleared up as far as the pandemic, they'll definitely will set their sights on the renewable energy and I can't wait for it for it to happen. That definitely see how how it will turn out. That definitely makes two of us. And you know, I think the biggest thing here is we don't want this to be a political venue. Our goal is just to simply state the facts, talk about what's going on. Um as far as the green movement, since this is, you know, we're with Green Table Talks here. So we're not really going to go into any political thing. It's more of where the government is shifting. Um, I know that we're going to definitely try to get some people from the Department of Energy to speak with us later on as we get new episodes. But, um, you know, it's a change and it's a change that everyone's going to eventually have to make Boomers, Xers, Millennials, Generation Z, by that time, some of them will have driver's licenses. You know, our son is probably going to be one of them. And, um, you know, this is definitely something to discuss. Uh, at some point, I definitely want to talk to, you know, Dedrick Roper, who used to play for the Philadelphia Eagles, your, your team again. I know he had some things in place. And I'm sure, you know, Dedrick, if you're listening to that, we definitely want to have you on too because we know you're a part of this movement. So we're going to take a break. Um, we're going to go into our last segment, um, which is solar power. And we'll end up telling you a little bit more about our company. Throughout the episodes, you'll hear about our company. 
but we just really want to dig into the solar energy industry and where um, USB Solar Solutions falls into that. So uh, thank you. Hang back. We'll definitely be back. We appreciate you listening to Green Table Talk. Hello, Green Table Talk listeners. This is your host, Corey Bullock, and your co-host, Kimberly Bullock. Hey, hey. And next week, we are going to talk about wind energy. I'm so looking forward to it, and I hope you enjoyed our last topic, solar energy. Oh, wow. Wind energy? Oh, definitely. We're going to blow this up. Definitely. It's going to blow your mind. Oh, man. Hey, Green Table Talk listeners, I found something so cute. Those of you 70 babies and maybe some 80s babies too, you, you, you millennials might know about this as well. Do you remember Schoolhouse Rock? Listen, and I don't own the rights to this music, but I found one of the cutest. And um, we're going to probably put the link to the um, video on our website. But do you remember Interplanet Janet? Check this out. It's a bird! It's a plane! It's a UFO! It's Interplanet Janet! There she goes! Interplanet Janet took a trip to the shore. So many things that Janet hadn't seen before. The sun was shining down, the water felt so warm. That's when Interplanet Janet's plan was born. She said, all those rays coming down for free. Heat the water and the air with their energy. Her little light went on, she gave a little cheer. Solar power to the people, what a bright idea Wrote a message in the sand with her tiny toes Solar power to the people, there she goes Sun can do a whole lot more than make it tan Sun can run a speedboat, sun can turn a fan Think of all that power high up in the blue Really is amazing what a bright idea or two can do Janet flew to Hollywood to meet some stars But all that she could see were about a million cars Imagine solar cars and if it came to pass Think how we'd be saving gas All those rays coming down for free Can be stored in a solar battery So when it's raining, never fear We'd still get from there to here And the air would be more clear Solar power to the people, what a great idea! Sun can run an engine, save a lot of fuel. Sun can heat a heart-shaped swimming pool. Garden in the winter, cook a summer stew. Really is amazing what a bright idea or two can do. The sun is a source of heat, lighting, and electricity that's free and always there. And those solar panels produce energy without emitting the pollution that causes global warming. We could light a building, we could run a bus Think of what the sun could do for us Throw on a calculator, heat a little zoo Isn't it amazing what a bright idea or two can do? 
Interplanet Janet, she's a galaxy girl. A solar system is from a future world. She travels like a rocket with a comet team. And Janet's got a plan to keep our planet green. Oh, the future is very near. Solar power to the people, what a bad idea. Solar power to the people, what a bad idea. So, you know, the kids have to know about that as well. As you know, we're going to go on to our next segment about solar power. So listen up and we'll be right back. But get your ears ready. Again, don't own the rights of this music. But as we go into this movement, we definitely want the kids to be aware as well. Check you later. Okay, Green Table Talk listeners, we're back with the final segment of our talk. So um, we've talked about all these other forms of energy, and now we're going to dig into the industry that our company revolves around, which is solar. We'll get to our company towards the end of the presentation. We just want to talk about the industry and how far it's come and what the future holds for the solar energy. So, Corey, what have you been noticing on these houses as we've been driving around? I noticed a lot of houses have solar panels on top of their roofs. I remember years ago, we had one or two solar-powered houses. Now I'm seeing like 20, 30 just in our immediate neighborhood alone. As a matter of fact, one of our neighbors down the street just installed solar panels on top of his roof. One of the people I would really not expect to do that. But, you know, again, in the beginning, we took, we looked at solar power that like was a little bit of a stigma. People kind of laughed, scoffed, turned their nose up at people that had that kind of um, energy source powering their home. And now we're seeing them everywhere on some of the tinier homes and those large mansions in Potomac, Woodmore, uh, Bowie, Columbia. We're seeing them all over the place. And, you know, those houses, especially the larger ones, these people could definitely afford those exorbitant bills, but they're still getting solar. What's your take on that? Well, at the end of the day... People love to save money, especially me. I hate to see the Pepco energy bill every month. Yep, yep. We do spend that money. And I know um, the next residence that we get, we made a decision and a commitment that it was going to be solar. We have to live the message of USB Solar Solutions. So I definitely understand it. Um, Even if we have to retrofit, it's fine with me. And we're just seeing this everywhere. And it's not just in the residential world. We're also seeing it commercially. Yes. Um, I'm sure you notice that when you go into a parking lot, you see solar power security cameras. Security cameras. Completely, completely unexpected. Solar powered parking lights. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
So it's definitely becoming the new norm. It's becoming the new norm. We've come a far way from just those solar-powered calculators in our teachers' classrooms. Um, I guess the thing that we, we know we're moving into a new administration Lots of stuff going on with that, but you know we'll leave that for another talk, not ours. And um, you know we're moving into that climate change awareness, solar being a part of it. Are there any tax implications that you know of? Definitely, um, there's definitely tax implications when it comes to state and federal tax mm-hmm. breaks. Uh, you may want to do some research because every state is different when it comes to tax breaks. Yeah, and I mean, even some of the municipalities, they have some things um, that everybody likes to sell money, even the businesses. And I I just feel like this, in, this new, this incoming administration is going to look at using alternative energy as um, something that, should be rewarded and uh net zero is not that far away they are looking at that and solar is going to be a big big part of that um that movement and you know that leads us into discussing our product and you and i both know um if anyone uh wishes to see our site it's www.usbsolars.com, USB Solar Solutions. Um, you know our product. Obviously, it's catered to businesses, rec and park. But how do we take the knowledge and the learning from the industry as a whole and tie it into our products? Well, like I discussed the. Uh... A few minutes ago, uh, they had like the security cameras and parking lots. Our products have something similar to that. We have a charging station that you can add on beacon lights. Oh, yeah, that's uh, right. That's right. Sirens, a uh, panic button to alert authorities. So, which is which is good because, mm-hmm. you know, in case you're by yourself and something suspicious happens, is right there. And I know that, you know, a lot of the commercial spaces, they want their repeat customers to come mm-hmm. and to see and feel that they're safe. And obviously, um, the area where we're trying to drill into now, the wreck and parks, you have all of these parents, all oh, those millennials, gotta love them, bringing their children and their dogs to the dog park, taking those pictures, taking those videos, checking those IG posts, and eventually those phones, those laptops, the bars get smaller and smaller. And smaller. And smaller. So, um, you know, they need that resource. So I'm glad that we do offer the Apollo Table, the Grasshopper, the Solis Sun Seat, even the Helios. And again, I encourage you to go to www.usbsolars.com um, to see our products. Even if you are a citizen that wishes to pass that information on to your recreation, um, local recreational authority, 
we would love to talk to them. Um, and we say all this to say, obviously, we would love to market our products. We know how good they are, and we know that they have some place in our recreation and park um, industries and, and places. But at the heart of what we do, it's green awareness, clean energy. This country is in need of these um, these initiatives. And our company, USB Solar Solutions, is working towards that. Anything more you want to say? Yes. Also, next week, speaking of clean energy, we just talked about solar energy. We all, we're going to talk about wind energy. Yes, yes. I heard that. I know we had it in the promo for next week, but definitely um, we're going to talk about it all. Please know these uh, talks are called Green Table Talks for a reason. So with all that being said, we thank you. Um, again, we invite you to look at our website, www.usbsolars.com. That's solar s.com www.usbsolars.com and if you're in the recreation and park space please note we may have what you need we're following along with the initiatives we want a cleaner greener society and that's why we do what we do thank you all and we will see you next week remember Always green table talk.